following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee. Studio A is where we're at. Episode 442 here coming to you. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That's when I'm recording this. It airs tonight around midnight. So if you happen to be hearing this, happy happy Thanksgiving to you. If you're listening to this after the uh, the big day or of the big day, happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, I don't know if it's like the weekend or something like that. Yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. <coughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, it's that holiday that seems to have taken on a completely different life of its own thanks to the uh, rising cost of turkey. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's a little tip for you. It's probably going to be a lot cheaper later. Uh, I'm thinking. I I don't know, man. I I don't know. I've I've got my I've got my questions. I've got my problems. We talked about that last week. Uh, the episode is called "Your Turkey Sucks," and we talked about that because it's kind of frustrating. Isn't it frustrating now to go to a grocery store? Isn't it kind of weird and frustrating? You know, because you you know, especially if it's one of the big you know big box you know corporate places where nobody really knows what's going on. That's part of the amusing thing about this. Let me tell you, um, I, and I've talked about this before, I'm still dealing with a corporate situation. Even though I am not, I don't work for corporate. I am, I'm, I'm, a, I'm self-employed. Uh, I own a business. I own a couple of them, actually. Um, and every once in a while, well, you have to do business with corporate. That's the, that's the weird part because you store still they they have a they have a knack of making you feel like you still work for them you know this is how we do things here Mr. Cheddar this is the way things are going to be I um uh, I work for uh, one of the one of the companies I do work for as a freelance uh, actor uh, yeah I'm a I'm a I'm a professional voice actor on the side y'all y'all may not have known that. And I uh, I wrapped production on a book damn near a month ago now that I think about it. And uh, everything went great. There was no there were no real problems. But the company that I that I was contracted to is owned they got just recently got purchased by another major company. And boy, things went to shit in a heartbeat, man. You can almost set your clock to when all this went down. And um I'm not gonna out them just yet. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, someday I'm, I'm sure I probably will. They uh, they they don't have their internal shit together, and um, okay. Here in a nutshell, this is what happened. I, I did the job, I got paid, and then I got paid again, which they had to reverse. Which you know I get. That's okay. That happens. It's a reversal thing. And then I got an email yesterday that said that they were having trouble paying me, and I'm like. And they said, There's, you don't need to do anything. I already got paid. How many times y'all want to pay me? That's fine. I'm, I'm just, they don't have a way for you to contact them because it's all corporate. And, you know, it's what whatever whatever it is, man. Whatever, whatever it is. I, I'm not quite sure how to. <laughs> 
You see, if I were working in a building, right, where corporate is, I could just like, you know, walk down the hall to go see, you know, the the accounting department and say, um, there's a problem here. What's the problem? Y'all have a question. I may have an answer for you. What, what, what do we do? What are you doing? <laughs> it's 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 crazy. It, it is absolutely crazy because they made an internal mistake. It's no big deal. It happens. I understand there's human error involved with corporate. There's a lot of human errors, <laughs> a lot of humans. And um, then now they're asking me to take care of their problem. You know, that a phone call would have been nice, but there's <laughs> that's an email was an automated generated thing with no signature attached to it. I don't know who who it accounts payable or whatever, whatever, whatever. You kids need to get your shit together, man. Uh, it's a look. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. There's no sense in trying to work too hard. Hey, Rick, why are you doing the show today? Because, you know, I, you know, I, I, I made a deal with y'all. Um that this is when the show would come out and I would do it. And it happens to fall on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> so, you know, those of you that are having to work on Thanksgiving, I feel for you. I've done it for many, many years myself. My uh, earlier days in this business, uh, always being there on call. You know, you, d- you just do what you got to do. It kind of sucks. You kind of prepare yourself for it as best as you can. And um, you, you do. You do what you do. I have found that over the years that I have done that, it sort of soured me on some of the holidays. I mean, make no bones about it. Christmas is not one of my favorite times of the year. It just isn't. I I don't know if it's a seasonal depression thing or something. It could very well be. I don't know. It's, I get kind of bummed out about it. And it's 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 kind of over the dumbest shit, too. It's dark early. <laughs> People are horrible. There's a there's a push, push, push. You know, thing going on, push, 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 get it done, get everything, got to go, got to go, got to be here, got to do it now, blah, 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 blah. And everybody turns into assholes in stores and out on, excuse me, out on the road. All of this. And uh, it's just such a, and then, you know, Christmas Day comes and it's just a huge letdown. Uh, that's okay. You know, we, we just we just have to, you know, you you and I on the same page here, you know, we'll, we'll get through this together. <laughs> suppose maybe i'll giggle about it find something else to do that is not as destructive i suppose i don't know thanksgiving is kind of one of those things too i'm not a um i mean i like the holiday i I like what it stands for i like what it's supposed to mean but uh as far as going so you know going going down that road going so far as to making a full-on thanksgiving feast ain't happening no no not happening I'm thinking the wife and I'll probably tie into a nice big bowl of chili or something. I, you know, that kind of a thing. It's more about us being together and doing our thing than it is about doing the traditional thing. And, you know, I'm going to have to make a note to avoid social media as best I can. And the reason why is that I just don't want to, I just don't want to get, you know, any more bitter about it. You know, people like to post, Hey, Hey, look, Hey, Hey, we're having Turkey for Thanksgiving dinner. Nice going money bags. Hey, check out it's we're having some stuffing or dressing. Hey, let's have that fight. Oh, look out, Uncle Mo's drunk again. Ooh, look out. Uh I don't know. Just you know, go back to like doing nice things for people, you know. Like I say at the at the end of the show, stop shooting each other. That's a start. Good God almighty, it's been a busy week for that. 
It's nuts. That's not what we're talking about, though. As the title of this episode would uh, would would it, it inform you, eight billion. Why why is that? What what eight billion? Well, it's the number of human beings living on Earth at the moment. Silly, in and about. We'll delve into this in a weird sort of way, I guess. It's next, right after this brief break, right here from Radioland. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-296-1495-800-
the uh, the great bastard. Is that right? B- bust, uh, bu- bustard. That's it. The great bustard. <clears throat> it's a bird. It's the heaviest known bird that can fly. It's like a it's like a 35, 40 pound bird that can fly. It's a big bird. And it lives mostly in Europe, northern Europe, all the way over to uh, like through the Mongolian steppes and into Asia. It's a big bastard. <coughs> Bustard is I, I, that's, I guess that's that's big bastard in whatever language it is. But at any rate, um, this bird being the largest known thing out there uh, is something we've all learned about that it just exists. And they don't know how many numbers there are. They don't. They don't know how many of those are there. They know that it's endangered. I don't know how they can come to that conclusion if they just don't know how many numbers there are. Um, I, I don't know. Once again, maybe if you just stop eating them, perhaps it would <laughs> it would be a it'd be a big thing. It's one of those things that, as I go through my day, I learn something new. Learning something new is always a good thing, right? It's it's like that old adage: you always aim to learn one new thing every day you live. And it can come in a variety of packages. It could come by something that you've read. Maybe a news story that you've read about something. Maybe it's perhaps the story of the great Bastard, the largest flight, the largest birded flight. Eight-foot wingspan this thing has. See, you learned something else there, too. You probably didn't know. It's a self-medicating bird, by the way. It knows what plants to eat so it can do the things that it does. It's it's a trip. So, so yeah. So, all right, so there's 8 billion people on the planet. Now what? All right, what do we know about that? Well, frankly, nothing. But we we do know that since early, the earliest records of, of mankind, that number, that 8 billion number where we're at now, it was significantly smaller. Because there was only just so many of us, and then we began to go forth and multiply, as 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 it is said. <coughs> and you do, you go forth and you multiply, and depending on your your religious bent, maybe to really multiply or to not. I you know it's yeah, it's your call. And you wonder how many, how many is eight billion people. I'm going to give you an idea. Back when it was 7 billion, I'm not kidding. Back when it was like 7 billion, which was like what 10 years ago I think it was. Maybe maybe further back than that. I I had read about the actual mass of humanity. And how to how to how to make it seem like it's a relative number. For example, we all have different views of what relative is, okay? There are times when I go to a grocery store several days before, say, Thanksgiving is a good example, and there's like a billion people in there. Of course not there's not a billion people in there. There's a shitload, and we don't know exactly how to quantify how how many exactly is a shitload or, or just how heavy is a fuck ton. Or a metric fuck ton, or a metric shitload. But that's a lot in the grand scheme of things. You go to the grocery store and it's like you know, it's full. There's a lot of people in there. You're talking what, a couple of hundred folks maybe, something like that. They're constantly coming in and going out. Uh huh. It's like the eight billion. 
like on the population of the earth. There's constantly people being born and constantly people dying. It just so happens that the number of people coming in is growing faster than the ones that are checking out. I know that seems kind of weird and all, but hey, dig this. Eight, eight billion people. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, strictly hypothetics here. Let's go to where the Grand Canyon is, right? That's the big scar in the United States. It's a big place. It's a canyon. It was created by a river. Yeah, that flo- the Colorado River. Flows. It was flowing through you know, flowing across the earth. <clears throat> and over many, many, many years, it kept carving away bits of sediment and stone and created a, a, a canyon, a chasm, if you will. Pretty deep in places, too. Pretty wide in a lot of places, too. It's big. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. If you've never been, you should go. And now let's just say we take every every human being, you know, 8 billion of them, and we stack all their bodies inside the Grand Canyon. <laughs> pretty, pretty grim thought, Rick. What's your problem? <laughs> I know. Hey, it's Thanksgiving. You take 8 billion bodies and you stick them in the Grand Canyon. Would, would the Grand Canyon hold... That many, that many people. The answer is yes, with plenty of room to spare. And if I recall, 8 billion human beings in the Grand Canyon would make it about half full. All right, so there's a couple of things that we can, we can extract from this, aside from the fact that it's a really sick analogy, but it works. That's a lot of people. And the Grand Canyon is a big place, but it's one small space. You see what I'm saying? The world is pretty wide open. There are vast areas of unpopulated land and area. <clears throat> Take the oceans out of, out of play here. I'm talking about land. There are swaths of the earth that nobody live in. So where are these 8 billion people? Well, they're all compressed into cities, of course, in smaller towns. You know, some people are still rural. Some people are not. 8 billion people is a lot of people. What does this have on the bearing of anything in the world? Frankly, absolutely nothing. Why are we talking about it? Because it's it's a milestone or a millstone around your neck. Ultimately, there there comes a point when there's just so many people that a single environment cannot support that, and I think we're th- I think we're kind of there. There are scientists that have been looking into this far more than I have, for sure. And one of their one of the ideas is that <clears throat> this this eight billion number is probably going to hold for quite some time, and that. Population densities and growth will probably begin to slow down. It's just a, it's just a fact. It's just a, the way nature works. 
we tend to grow into the environment that we have for ourselves. I mean, if think about it. If that wasn't the case, then there'd be a lot more people living in Kansas or North Dakota. Great swaths of open land. The desert southwest, the Mongolian steppes, Siberia. Huge tracts of land that remain vacant because, you know, everybody's living in the city. Do you remember back in the... Uh, if you haven't, if you don't remember, it might be worth looking into. But back in the eighties, um, there was the ancient city of the the great walled uh, Kowloon city, uh, Kowloon walled city in China, and it was an area of about I want to say it's like six or seven square blocks in 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 a, in a downtown, and there were these buildings in there, and they were compressed upon each other. And they were all weirdly interconnected, and they were several several stories high, and and uh, people lived in these really awful conditions. There was, I mean, electricity was weird, and water getting water was kind of strange, and it, it was just an odd deal. And it was just so tightly compressed with people, and they ultimately, uh, the Chinese government ultimately evacuated it and tore it down, and now it's like a park. There's probably 100,000 people living in there. It, it was a lot of people. But it's not like they were, like, thoroughly displaced. They just don't live there anymore. They, they've all moved on to other places. And it was a matter they had to tear it down because of safety and all sorts of things. And there was just no way you could – I mean, I, when, I, when I read those stories and I see those pictures of the walled Kowloon city, I, I immediately look at – man, imagine being the mail guy, you know, being the letter carrier in that place. That, that, that would be insane. Uh, K-O-W-L-O-O-N, Kowloon City. It's a fascinating piece of history, but it shows you things like population density and what, what happens. Eventually, these people were compressed in an area where there really just weren't any resources to take care of them, so eventually they had to tear it down. Will the earth itself ever get to be that big in population, that pop, that densely populated? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Natural selection, I think, will come into play there and start start slowing things down. Uh, you may, maybe you've heard this, too. A lot of scientists are suggesting that we are currently in a mass extinction event right now, which could very well be. You know, we're climate change playing a part in the habitats and the change of habitats for a lot of uh, a lot of wild animals. Uh, that's that's you don't have to look very far to find anything on that. Uh, and of course, the change of the climate is due directly from what what we are doing as as humans. There's no two ways around that. Oh, what about the hippos? The hippos don't drive cars. I mean, it'd be kind of cool if they did, but they don't. They're maybe a little bit farty, but that's not enough. It's humans that are doing all of this, and that's that's part of the problem. Hey, you hippie, why are we talking about climate change? It's just one of the effects of 8 billion people existing together on one rock in space and not just any rock it's a fairly small one i don't know if you've noticed uh the orion spacecraft that nasa just launched to the moon got there just the other day and it's got these cameras on its solar array and they've been kind of pointing around in different directions and they're taking some really fantastic video and and stills of its journey from the earth to the moon and 
there was a, there was a little a little bit of video of it approaching the moon, and, and the moon is just a, it's a beautiful thing, and it's in its grayness. And there was another really fantastic picture as it went around the back side of the moon, and it, it was aimed back toward the Earth again. You could see the Earth rise, and like a moon rise, if you're on the moon, the Earth is what is what comes up, and it's this blue dot. And it's significantly smaller than what we think of when we stand on the ground and we look up at the moon on those on those you know, early evenings as the moon begins to come up, especially on a full moon night. It looks enormous. It looks huge. Of course, it's blown out of scale because you're looking at it through the refraction of the atmosphere. So it's like a, it's like having a magnifying glass. It's just going to make it look bigger. You don't have that on the moon. You just see the Earth, and it's a blue dot. And it's a little more accurate as far as its representation because it's existing in a vacuum. That's all of us. Some people a little more than others, but there is that. But when you look back from the moon over to the earth, you are seeing the one single spot where everybody who has ever lived and ever died and who is currently living now is. Think about that. It makes it a little bit more of a lonely space, I get. What about aliens? Well, maybe there are, maybe there aren't. And until there's definitive proof, I'm going to be sort of, I'm going to be kind of in the middle on that sort of deal. It wouldn't shock me that there were aliens. <clears throat> uh, then again, it wouldn't shock me if there weren't, you know, because that's the fragility of life. And that's the important thing. Eight billion people <clears throat> presents its own set of, you know, fragile environments, the way that we have to take care of them, the way that we have to all live together, and how we all sort of focus on like, you know, like five or six people. It's it's weird if you think about it. Eight billion people, every one of them, well, maybe not every one of them, but most of them have hopes and they have dreams. Sure. They have questions, simple questions. What am I having for dinner? What am I having for a meal? Where am I going to find some clean water? Where am I going to lay my head down at night? Wow, my foot hurts. Maybe this is how it ends. You know, it's stuff like that. And we normally don't think of that kind of thing, but that's a fact. It's a reality that it's just, it's not just a group of people, whether they all look the same whether they're all from the same area, you got highly densely populated areas like India and China, and you think, oh, they're all they're all the same. They're not. They're not. They're just like you and me. They all have they all have their ideas. They all they all have their dreams. They all have the things that they want to achieve in their world. And the way we as humans look into this is that we simply just assign it a number. Currently, it's 8 billion. 8 billion of us. They're all looking for a little bit of happiness, I guess. A little bit of peace. Some people are born and die right within it, you know. Maybe all they've known is peace. Some, quite the opposite. They're born into a war, they die in a war without any joy in their world. And I'm not trying to be maudlin here, but here's the, here's the point is that on this holiday, when you are thinking about 
whatever it is that you do. Most people are thinking about the, you know, some more sweet potatoes. Or a pumpkin pie, maybe. Another turkey leg. Whatever it is that you're thinking about, perhaps if you stopped for a second, just just a little bit, maybe as you pour another beverage, you know, you you, you refresh the cocktail, if that's your thing. And take a moment and be reminded of what Thanksgiving is about. The idea here is to be thankful for the blessings that you have been that have been bestowed upon you. This has nothing to do with religion. It really doesn't. You can drag religion into this if you want to. You can be thankful to God. You can be thankful to Jesus. You can be thankful to Muhammad. You can be thankful to whomever for all of the things that you have. But the most important thing that needs to occur is that you have to remember somewhere that the good things in your life were things that you've earned, that you've worked for. And for some of us, it's going to be having the money to put a Thanksgiving dinner together. That sounds glib, I know, but it's part of the joke. The other part of the joke is simply that as you work to live, you become thankful for yet another day, right? You get thankful for the fact that, wow, I can get through this. All of us have to deal with certain tragedies in our lives. We have to deal with those. Deaths in the family, car accidents, houses on fire. Oh, my God, my heater just went out. It's going to cost me a fortune. Somebody broke into my house and stole my TV. It's that kind of stuff, too. The whole part of being a human and the human condition is to be able to live and grow through those things. And often on the other side, we find ourselves to be a bit better, I think. Those of you who are listening to this um, are in a, in a unique situation because you have, you have access to the Internet, the sum collective knowledge of all the world. I, it, I know it seems ridiculous because we've all seen what's on the Internet. <laughs> and once you get past a lot of – well, you get past the naked people and the cat videos – Eventually, you're going to find something of, of real value. Um, it doesn't take much, really. But you know, there's, if there's something you want to learn, you can learn it. You can, if there's something you want to understand, you can understand it. The notion that you can spend a few minutes every day learning something new every single day is not a bad thing. It's a growth thing. And who knows? It might come in handy. Maybe as a conversation starter or a conversation ender. The idea that we have been blessed with not dying before Thanksgiving. Some of us didn't get that. COVID took out a big number of people from all around the world. Disease in general did. Cancer. ALS. Alzheimer's. Pick one. They're all out there. And there's this lack of understanding, too, that it's it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of cruel. I still have problems with little children getting these diseases. I I don't think it's I don't think it's worth it. But you know, it's sad when these these sorts of things um, when these sorts of things occur. And uh, 
we have to we're the ones left having to cope with it and that's part of it so i you know the idea behind thanksgiving i know they like to frame it around well the mayflower that came over it's the new people from the new world and oh wow they met these people that were already here and before we kill you how about we eat popcorn you know or that kind of thing i whatever the case is the real virtue behind thanksgiving is the fact that we all are continuing to live again another day mixed in with a few more people and if i and if our goal i would think if our goal would be to somehow find a way to make it you know better for everybody then we find that that just seems to be the right thing to do that you know I don't recall any religious text that goes out there and says, Hey, you got to kill your neighbor. I, I I don't know. I I don't, it seems to me that if, if the God you worship wants you to murder people, then perhaps it might be a good idea to maybe find a new God. I, it's just my opinion. I, you know, that's up to you. I'm not here to disparage, you know, your religion or somebody else's religion. I'll let y'all handle that. Cause there's a lot of petty people. I just choose not to be, but you can bet your boots that, Later on today, in the proper end of Thanksgiving, when I get up from sleeping late <laughs> and we get to spend some time with my family, not my extended family, not not even my not, my father's not even, it'll just be my wife and I, the dog and a couple of cats. We maybe see some friends. I don't know what we're going to do. I have no idea what's, what the, what's on the agenda, but I can guarantee you that at some point I will pause and I will think about how blessed or lucky I have been this past year. Yeah, it hasn't been an easy year, but that's the way things go. And we just hopefully continue on without being too much of a burden on anybody. That's that's kind of that's kind of the plan. So, yeah, that eight billion. That's a lot. But also in the grand scheme of things, it's not that much at all. Hi, this is Reverend Oma with the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. We have a huge selection of spiritual supplies and gifts for whatever your path or practice. We stock hundreds of gemstones and specimens and carry a variety of beautifully crafted gemstone jewelry starting at just $10. Our talented staff offer tarot readings, aura and chakra analysis, and sound baths. Book your appointment or shop online at thebroomcloset.memphis.com or visit our shop in downtown Memphis at 552 South Main. Come to the Broom Closet and let us help you light your path. Hey, this is Dave from The Dave Show, here to talk to you about Outlaw Television. The Outlaw Television Network was built to give independent artists a way to showcase their talent. So if you're a band, a solo artist, a comedian, or maybe you're an independent filmmaker, Outlaw Television wants to see what you got. All you have to do is go to outlawtelevision.com, hit the submit button, and submit your video for consideration on the Outlaw Television Network. So go to outlawtelevision.com and submit your video today. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. You know when you're cruising through social media or you're, I don't know, like YouTube maybe? What's social media, I guess, technically? And you see something, you see somebody's doing something, right? Somebody's, somebody's performing something. Music, maybe a sculpture, an artist of some sort, a juggler, and you're thinking, "God, I wish I could do that." Never notice, ever, ever do that, man. If I could do that, I wouldn't be doing this. Are you sure that's the case? 
I do. The, I do. The, I, I'm just as guilty as the next guy. I, you know, I'll, I'll hear a guitar player play one time. I go, man, if I could play like you, I wouldn't be doing any of this. But it all gets hit back home to you really, really quickly when that person says to you, "Man, I wish I could do what you do. Then I wouldn't be doing this." It's a good point. It's kind of like finding our lot in life, if you will. It's really sort of the best place to be without being anywhere else. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, pocketcast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. So, here we are, uh, Thanksgiving and stuff. Uh, let's hope you got your turkey thaw, because if you did, you're effed. And if you're having turkey, okay, look, I know you spent a lot of money on it, okay? One. Two, don't fuck it up. Cook it low and slow. (laughs) Don't dry it out. My God. Don't have any leftovers. There's going to be a lot of hungry people out there. Don't Don't make us feel guilty, man. Well, that's the way it works. If you're not having turkey, you're having something else, you know, that you like. That's the thing. Have you had dinner that you were like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? That's all you, that's all you could eat. I'm just getting gassy thinking about it. All you could eat is Thanksgiving dinner all the time. Like, like every dinner. It, it would eliminate, you know, the, hey, what's for dinner? It's turkey and some dressing and some green bean casserole. And I think I may, we may have some sweet potatoes, maybe I'm thinking. Yeah, some 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 rolls and some butter and uh, um, I know we'll have some pumpkin pie a little bit later on, as if that was a thing. I mean, that's a big feast. Do you know how fat we would all be? <laughs> we would be big. We would be big people. Wow, it's just it, and it, we'd have to be pretty wealthy too, and there'd have to be a lot of goddamn turkey. That's for sure to make sure that happens. It's not, it's not really, if you think about it, Thanksgiving dinner is not one of those things that it's like, yay, sign me up. I mean, that's why we only have it a couple of times a year. And you go, what are you talking about? Thanksgiving's only once a year. You people sometimes eat the same thing for Christmas. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me about this because it's still the same goddamn thing. Two turkeys, by God. Two of them. And if you want to have some real fun, open up Amazon right now. The shopping, the shopping app, open that up and search two words, butterball turkey. It's mind blowing. Of course, now that, now that number's probably come down quite a bit, but the, earlier this week, it was like $300. I'm not, I'm not kidding. It's, it's price gouging and shit over there. Well, it's turkeys are certified avian flu free, but uh, they're going to be pretty good. A 15 pound turkey for 150 bucks, huh? What? Are you kidding me? No, I'll just have some fish sticks, some Gorton's fish sticks and some ketchup and maybe some mac and cheese if everything goes well. And then later, loads of tequila and cheap beer. Look, Thanksgiving dinner is what you make of it. It could be anything. It could be a can of soup. It could be a sandwich, maybe. Maybe a nice sandwich, something that you like. Hopefully, you get to share it with somebody that you like because far too often... Far too often, we're all stuck celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday with people we don't like. And don't lie to yourself or, or to me for that, too, by the way. God, really, do we have to be here? God, Entland is such a downer. Yeah, I know. But every year, we always, because that's the only time we're going to get together with family. And then every time, every at the end of it, everybody leaves 
There's always somebody in the house that goes, God, I thank Christ that's over with. It's the same it's the same thing. That's that's not what the holiday's about. It's not you're not doing it just to be, you know, having that excuse. That's just silly. Do it for the right reasons. Spend some time with your loved ones. The ones that you do care about. That's the important part. Do the things that y'all would normally would like to do. It's your day. It's you know, it's a time to stop and, and be thankful for what you do have. You go, it's I know it's hard. There's people out there right now that are sitting, they don't have they feel like they don't have much to be thankful for. Trust me. I'm one of the guys that's running the program Feed the Blues at Radio Memphis. And that's a that's a grocery program to put food onto the table of people that just don't have it. We deliver it. I've met some of these folk. And on the surface, it seems like they don't have much to be thankful for, but they do. They're thankful for us, so we got that going for us. And I'm thankful for them because of the music they provide. It's important. See how it kind of goes around? It's just that simple. There's 8 billion of us now. we got to figure out how to get along. I don't know how that's going to happen, but that's the way that's going to be. So there you go. I hope your holiday goes well. I hope your weekend goes well. The next big event will be coming around the corner before long, and that we know it as Christmas. Uh huh. We'll be talking about that too, because I'm sure there'll be something that'll come up between now and then about how all that works, and uh, some, there'll be problems, I'm sure. Good God, the way things are going, and the you know shit. There was a shooting at Walmart yesterday. Christ Almighty, seven people dead. It's a kind of a rough way to get out of working for Black Friday, but there you go. On that, I'll say it again. Take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. And for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com. <laughs>